Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. It was a massive weekend in terms of news. Let's break it all down on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 and welcome to May. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. Jacob deGrom left Friday's start and turns out he is going on the IL with right elbow inflammation. Obviously, Scott, coming into the season, we were all fading Jacob deGrom on this podcast, but uh, it was for this reason. We pretty much figured he would get hurt at some point. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you should have expected if you were drafting Jacob deGrom, that at some point there would be missed time. It's just a question of how much. My hope is that the Rangers have been really on top of these things. Really, uh, we, we just we saw it just a couple turns ago. Jacob deGrom was dominating over four innings, and they pulled him. We didn't know why. We found out it was just a wrist thing. Didn't seem like a big deal. Uh, but hopefully it was an indication that the Rangers are really proactive. Um, the, the first sign of trouble, taking him out, wanting to protect that big investment they made. It is only inflammation. That's how it's officially designated in the elbow, him uh, DeGrom going on the IL. So I can only offer a hope, but um, the hope is that it's not going to be a significant one this time. The other big news this weekend was that Bryce Harper will see a doctor on Monday morning and expects to return to the lineup on Tuesday if he is cleared. Originally, we thought June, you know, back you know, back when this happened, the Tommy John surgery, like maybe the second half of the season, the ADP was right around pick 150. And Scott, if Bryce Harper is back on Tuesday this week, there could be some rust, obviously. But man, he could turn out to be one of the biggest steals in fantasy baseball this season. Yeah, I mean, early on... Before, you know, for most of spring training, I would say the the thinking was Bryce Harper wouldn't be back until the second half of the season, which might mean like August, you know. And so to have him come back at the start of May, that would just be unbelievable. I mean, near, near miraculous coming off Tommy John surgery, which gives you reason to wonder if he'll be uh, <laughs> at full capacity as a hitter. We did see Shohei Otani make a very quick return from Tommy John surgery, just as a hitter, obviously had to uh, continue rehabilitating his elbow for pitching purposes. But that was in 2019 where he still put up a, a strong stat line. So it, we can hope for the best for Harper. I don't know that I'd want to activate him this week. We still don't know for sure that he'll be cleared to return Tuesday. And we don't know for sure that the Phillies are going to be playing every him every day right away. But, I mean, if, if you've invested in Harper and, and this is the news we're getting now, you have no 
no reason to feel anything but excitement. And Bryce Harper is utility only on CBS to start. They've talked about maybe playing him at first base at some point, but I think early on they're probably going to mostly play it safe and just have Bryce Harper uh, DH there for the Phillies. We need a replacement for Jacob DeGrom, Scott, and it's crazy. Like every week we've had a big pitching prospect get called up, and it appears that we're getting another one this week as Gavin Stone looks like he's going to start on Wednesday against the Phillies. He's arguably the top pitching prospect in the Dodgers organization. The overall numbers this year in the minors don't look great, but uh, last year they were fantastic. So Gavin Stone is 33% rostered. Are you looking to add him? Will he stick around? What do you think? Well, and you say the minor league numbers last year were fantastic. I think they're worth mentioning because, you know, just calling it fantastic doesn't quite do it justice. A 148 ERA and 26 appearances, 12.4K per nine. He allowed only three home runs all season to Gavin Stone. So gave up low quality contact. Uh, his changeup is one of the best in all the minors, if not the best. And yeah, High ERA through six minor league starts this year, but the last uh, two turns have been great. So it seems like he's gotten back on track. My concern with Gavin Stone is that why is he coming up? Because it's not like anyone went down for the Dodgers. Is somebody about to go on the IL and they just haven't reported it yet? Or are they just working in extra rest for somebody like Dustin May specifically? This is... Wednesday would be Dustin May's regular turn to start, so maybe they're just skipping him this turn and giving Gavin Stone a start instead, in which case Stone would probably go back down. I still think you pick up Stone if it's just a you know, a pure waiver wire or add-drop transaction, but I wouldn't throw like a quarter of my fab or anything considering it might just be a one-and-done scenario. All right, well, we've had all these pitching prospects called up recently, Scott. Where does Stone rank among this group of Taj Bradley, Tanner Bybee, Logan Allen, and Brandon Fott? Oh, well, Fott obviously hasn't been called up yet. But uh, the two to roster, I think, number one and two are, are Tanner Bybee and Logan Allen because it does seem like they're going to stick around for a while. They've both been performing well. After them, I think I'd go Taj Bradley third because we've already seen him have so much success. Like three times, his first three starts to begin his career, he's had success. So uh, I expect he'll be back sooner than later. Is worth holding on to. Uh, you know, if you haven't picked up Fott or Stone yet, I guess I'd prioritize Stone over Fott just because we know when he's coming up. If you've already invested in Fott, I'm not sure I'd trade him out for Stone because I do think Fott could be up as soon as next week, given that the Diamondbacks are currently going with a four-man rotation. So it's very close between those last two, Stone and Fott. And the main reason they're the last two is because we have the fewest assurances about what their role is. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.